Hey y'all, welcome to my podcast. Um, today I'll be talking about value and standard. What's your value and standard with God and who God has craved you to be, your identity and all that stuff. So listen, a lot of times we question why people left us. What, like, why did they reject us? But listen, man's man's rejection was God's protection for redirection, okay? Um, sometimes God's like, okay, enough is enough. You have to know your identity and who you are in Christ and your authority. No longer can you play small. I got, you got work to do. We got kingdom work to do. We got, we got souls to snatch. All right. And you have breath in your body. So you are, you have purpose. Okay. God has a purpose for you. But on this journey, we sometimes get so confused and we lean on our own understanding. We're like, we didn't even do anything wrong. Like why are people leaving us? And, or we, we were the, the, the wicked ones to other people. You know what I'm saying? We're not perfect. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? But listen, we have to, um, we question ourselves like, okay, well, they left, but actually it was creating an opportunity for you to discover how much you are with God. So it's like stripping away and now you're building your foundation on God. And when you, when you partner with God, you, you partner with the Holy Spirit, it's going to bring those kingdom results. You're going to know why you are here on earth and what your assignment is and what your purpose is. All right. But listen, we cannot, we cannot believe these half truths. And what I mean by that is a half a truth is like, oh, well, I don't think I'm good enough, but, but, but I guess I am. I know there's something in me, but I, I don't know. That's a half truth. Uh-uh. God says you are more than enough. So um, half truths are like double being double-minded. The Bible says a person that's double-minded is, is unstable in all their ways. Again, I'm not trying to like condemn or criticize anybody. I'm not calling y'all like uh, just that there's something wrong with you. I, I struggled with this before until God delivered me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, well believe I'm good enough, but I don't know, you know what I'm saying, because of all the labels that have been put on me my entire life, and I believe them, you know, so we cannot have these half-truths, all right, so um, it's, think of it like this, though, too, like lukewarm, God, God does not like lukewarm, all right, you're either for him or you're for Satan, that's what it is, <laughs> lukewarm, like he's gonna, he's gonna spit you out of his mouth, you know what I'm saying, um, so half-truths are, are like being lukewarm, you have to know that God, you know, that you are more than enough, you have to know what God says about you, not what man, not what man says, okay, so also don't devalue yourself because they didn't value you, sometimes they don't understand you, sometimes you're, you're just not their cup of tea, and that's okay, you're not called to everybody, you're not, you know what I'm saying, saying so don't devalue yourself because they didn't see your value know your worth even if they don't okay do not play small because others don't like your shine sometimes see god has created us um all individually authentically and so unique he knows every hair on our head but listen like i said we are not called to everybody not everybody's gonna like us sometimes we're you know what i'm saying like so so don't play small because people don't value People don't value or they, they don't they don't like your shine. Sometimes it's it's the God in us that irritates their demons. So they're gonna they're set on an assignment to try and dim that light. And then because you end up agreeing with all these labels and stuff, then you you never walk in your calling. But again, God called you. Man didn't call you. They can't they can't stop you. So why are you letting people stop you? Why are you letting people dim your dim your light? You were born, you're light of the world, right? Okay, also a, a few little nuggets of knowledge. You have to walk away from disrespect and dishonor. Okay, the more that you tolerate it, the more that they're just going to keep doing it. Okay, um, I struggle with this for so long because I have I have such a pure heart. And um, this isn't an egotistical thing, but like I had so much empathy. This is just something that God has given me, you know, um, like, like, 
too much empathy. I always tell guys, like, you gave me too much. I feel too much. You know what I'm saying? But I had no boundaries. So empathy without boundaries was soul destruction. I was just allowing all this disrespect and dishonor and stuff like that. And it was just consuming me and it was weighing me down. So listen, you cannot tolerate disrespect and dishonor. You have to have boundaries. So again, partner with Holy Spirit. He's going to give you those strategies. He's, he's going to give you that discernment. You know what I'm saying? He's not He's not calling you to, to, to go take care of everybody. It's almost like that savior mentality. Well, I'm always drawn to broken people. I'm always drawn to this and that. I hear you. Okay, I really do. And, and you know, my heart goes out to everybody, you know. Um, but listen, you can't save everybody. You can, you can drop the seed to make them believe, but but you're not their savior okay they have to seek jesus for themselves and again you're not there um, and plus a lot of people like um they come from a victim um, mindset a victim baseline so it's like insanity they're 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 doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting different results that's just insanity um it's a victim mindset no 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 we have the mind of christ we we have the victory all right um so again you can't you're not called to everybody you can pray for them absolutely love them walk in the fruit of the spirit actually demonstrate and don't just speak it but again know your boundaries all right you're not responsible for other people's healing and actions all right so also when you on this journey when you choose you you'll actually see how they really feel about you and when you make them keep their word you will see how much they were trying to use you all right so real situations expose people's real character and true colors but in reality, it's like, a, it's like a blessing in disguise. So like, you're like, man, like I see their true colors. Now I actually see like they're actually their motives and their heart posture. And sometimes we get mad, you know what I'm saying? Because we wouldn't treat people that way. You know what I'm saying? But look, like you can't be ignorant of Satan's devices. Again, it, it, it's a war and a lot of people have demonic spirits in them, you know, but again, we are responsible for our own salvation or, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, um, it's a blessing in disguise. Everything is like literally a blessing if we see it the way that God sees it and not um, lean on our own understanding. That's why the Bible says lean not on your understanding. The Bible says, you know, um, um, so anyways, um, a lot of people also are, they're, they're scared to be authentic. Why? Because of this world. The world painted a picture of if only you get a certain level. If only, you know, you get this title, then you'll be considered a value. Your value is found in God, not materialistic things, not titles. You want to be, your main goal should be wanting to be rich in spirit, to walk in the fruit of the spirit. And listen, one thing that I have learned when I was asking God for fruit of the spirit, I, well, I was asking him for patience. And I, oh boy, did I not, I didn't realize what I was praying for because when I asked for patience, he actually took me in a season of like anything but patience like so many situations would arise but guess what it's the perspective so I was like oh my gosh God like this I'm, I'm I feel like so on edge like come on I asked for patience you know what I'm saying he's like yeah but when a situation arises it creates an opportunity to walk in the fruit of the spirit so you know we got to be very careful what we ask for but anyways we should you know our value is not a materialistic things our value is actually because we're supposed to be made in, and walking in the image and likeness of christ right so our main goal should be rich in the spirit and walking in the fruit of the spirit but not only talking it but actually demonstrating it right but again god's gonna it's gonna create an opportunity you know you're gonna ask for like self-control so a situation is gonna arise and it's when you're like okay now i'm gonna pause i'm not gonna react but i'm gonna pause and i'm gonna ask God, uh, God, how, how do I deal with the situation? He's going to teach you that self-control. You get what I'm saying? It's almost like when you're thrown in the fire, he's going to teach you. He's going to equip you as you go because, because the Bible says he'll never leave you, forsake you. And you have to know when you have that, um, when you have Jesus Christ in your heart, you have that spirit. 
in you. So he's going to lead you. He's going to guide you and know that greater is he that is in you than he that is of the world. All right. Like, honestly, the, the one of my main goals also it's kind of going a different way. But the meaning of life and legacy for me is personally touching people across the world with the love of Jesus. My worth and value is not measured off of titles and, and CEO and, and all this stuff. Now, I'm not saying not to reach for that. You know, make God your CEO and watch God, like for real. But um, the thing is, is like my main goal is because there's so many people hurting. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? That's why we have to share our story and the goodness of God. And like how, how he took us from one mindset to the next mindset. You know what I'm saying? We go from glory to glory we are we have to rise up and share our story because our our story is somebody's survival guide but that is that is my passion you know what i'm saying to go you know that's my legacy too it's like i want them to see the christ to see christ in me to see that i walk in the demonstrate the demonstration of the non-fruits of the spirit to walk in the seven spirits of god isaiah 11 too that is my ultimate goal and i feel like if we could all just have that perspective this world would be a better place but for whatever reason a lot of people are jealous a lot of people are this and i'm telling you it's just it's it's the spirit that's irritated you know it's our spirit that's irritating them but when we rise up and we move in the demonstration that could shift things that's gonna you know it, it's gonna bring deliverance and healing to them okay so um and also another thing i want to explain listen when people when people place their self-value and link to like materialistic things and then all of a sudden, what happens when it gets stripped from them? Then they get into like a deep depression and then they get mad at God. But in reality, listen, God doesn't mind you having things. It's when things have you. All right. The Bible says to seek first the kingdom of God and all righteousness will be added on to you. Okay. Search the heart of God. Our portion is exceedingly and abundantly. So you're going to get all that stuff. But but when we, we are hooked on that stuff, we think a lot of us are going broke. We're trying to buy all these clothes and buy all these cars and impress people that truly don't even care about us. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the clothes. It's not about that. Now, yes, you, you will get that when you when you really are sold out for God and you're searching the heart of God and stuff like that. He's going to take care of you. He knows what you like. He knows what you dislike. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get that exceedingly and abundantly. But stop going broke uh, to impress people that don't even care about you. Your value is not in clothes. Your value is in your heart. The You know, all that stuff within you shine within. It, it's the spirit of God in you. That's what matters. That That's what I'm talking about, being rich in spirit, all right? Um, we need to go after the heart of God and not the hand of God. Um, so... Okay, also another thing that I want to explain is, again, about value, all right? Now, if you, this is going to go back to when you tolerate, when you tolerate abuse and all that stuff, think of it as like a weed in the garden. And what I mean by that, if you actually look up the definition of a weed, it's a plant that is not valued where it's grown, so it chokes out the more desirable plants. Okay, you got to keep your garden clean. That's the environment and the body. Um, so, like, if you're in an environment and, and you know, you're getting disrespected and dishonored, you're, you're allowing those weeds to tangle you. And what does it say? It chokes out something more valuable, so it's choking out your life. The heart is God's garden. That's why I'm always preaching about this, but, like, the body, the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, how are you taking care of yourself? how are you honoring yourself you know what i'm saying you know um so you know you have to you have to you have to get rid you have to get to the root cause but the thing is the only way to the, get to the root cause again is going back to the process you have to go through the crushing a lot of people don't want to go through the crushing a lot of people don't go, want to go through the process we live in a generation where which is like a microwave mentality they want that quick fix they want that you know what i'm saying no no no. like the thing is the fire is going to burn off anything not like uh, the, the fire and all that stuff is going to cut those weeds and you get to the root it's the crushing the crushing produces the oil the oil destroys the yolks you have to go through the process and it's worth it you know what i'm saying 
it is definitely worth it but you know you have to you have to know your boundaries but in order to know the boundaries that's when you have to get intimate with christ so he can start revealing this stuff to you he's like daughter or son like you are seated in heavenly places you have authority um you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are the apple of my eye like as you walk with christ he's going to be getting to reveal this stuff to you so connect to god's heart so you can see and receive when you connect with god's heart you're in that rhythm of his heart you know what i'm saying you begin again we're being transformed into the image and likeness of christ okay so your value is who god created you to be that's what but you only know that when you when you sit at his feet but also a lot of us are so quick we're like all right god we did our prayers and we leave we need discipline and, and we we should want to be so wrapped up in his presence and we never want to leave his presence and so like you know um your value and stuff is 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 in who God created you to be, so you'll know that when, when you're when you're sitting with Him. But not only sometimes it's you got to be quiet and let Him speak to you. Like I said, sometimes we're just so so quick to run out of our prayer closet. But God's like, what about me now? You 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 spoke to me. You said all this stuff. You had all these requests. But I want to show you. I want to show you my favorite things about you. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's like the value of a pure heart. It's all it all comes down to a heart posture. You know. All right, so another thing is I also want to explain is um, do not be controlled by the validation of the external world, okay? So what you radiate from the inside holds value, okay? So if you are constantly walking to be seen, that's temporary and holds zero substance of identity. If you're, again, it's like you buying all these expensive clothes to impress people that don't even care about you. All this stuff's temporary. All this stuff is unnecessary. It just, it, it holds no value and it's not your identity. You know what I'm saying? So again, but you only will know your identity when you go back to the garden, um, back to before you were tainted, back to before these people put all these labels on you. It's a process. It's the intimacy. You know, it's the intimacy with Christ. I break it. I break it down often but into me you see i was once blind but now i could see i'm intimate with my father i begin to see my circumstances the way that god sees it i i begin to see oh my gosh why did i always attract these broken people why am i so sent your he god's going to reveal all of it in the in the intimacy with him the walk with jesus you know what i'm saying um so it's just a powerful revelation a hard understanding so another thing lean not on your understanding frustration is a revelation in process sometimes we're frustrated because we're not understanding things but the bible says lean not on your understanding you know come to me i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to reveal it i'm gonna be able to open your eyes the way that you know um that the way that I see the situation, not the way that you see it on your earthly realm and your earthly understanding. You gotta come up higher, you gotta see stuff the way that God sees it. All right. And then um, ask him to reveal it to you. Oftentimes I'm like, God, what is my portion today? Like what, you know, how do you see me? What? And sometimes we're human. Sometimes we're feeling a little bit low. So I'm like, God, can you reveal to me who you call me to be? Can you reveal to me like your favorite things about me? Just ask him. You have not because you ask not. So ask and you shall receive. Okay. And then also another thing I want to tell you, because a lot of people, man, like a lot of people get into like a competition okay and um they can so listen do not compare to the next level of beauty or of your own standard of perfection okay because listen what because what was a gift from god is now twisted into a measuring stick that we will never be able to add up to it's like a demonic bait so don't don't be comparing like well um i wish i had better skin i wish i had this no god you are a masterpiece but that's the only way you're going to be able to see that is by being intimate with the one and let god reveal that stuff to you okay um you know because if you're in a competition well if i had better skin if i get botox if i get if i get a fake tan if if i get my hair done if i got my nail all that stuff is unnecessary 
necessary. God knows every hair on your head. He knows every detail. He puts you back on that potter's wheel. You know what I'm saying? Like he molded you and shaped you. He knows everything. You are a creation of the master. And that is that is so beautiful. But you got to catch that revelation. The only way you're going to catch that revelation and start walking in that is by being intimate with Jesus. Okay? Not by what a book says. Not about um, anything like that. It's, it's about what God says. But the problem is... We just live in, in such a fallen world. We live in a false reality. You know, we're influenced by these seven mountains of influence. Arts, entertainment, education, uh, government, all that stuff. And it's built on man. But that's why God says anything, he's doing a shaking and shifting. So anything built on man is going to come down. And he's rebuilding it, you know, on his foundation. He's raising up people in this hour to take over those seven mountains of influence. But the problem is, is that we are trapped We are trapped by the demonic bait. Like, oh, well, you know, like this is even talking about um, relationships. We're like, man, that 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 Hollywood couple, oh, I wish I had that, but do you not even realize what happens behind closed doors? And I'm not knocking all Hollywood couples, like, please, like, don't, don't take this out of context, all right? Um, but you know what I'm saying? Then we idolize all that stuff. Well, they look so happy. They got the perfect family, but you not, you do you not know that there's so much abuse going behind, you know, closed doors? You know what I'm saying? The spirit of narcissism is, is running rampant. The, the hand that's on uh, humanity is narcissism, and that is like pure wicked evil. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to get into that. Um, but you know what I'm saying? We're always comparing. We're always comparing by, well, this person, oh, they're so perfect. People aren't going to show you your highest reel on Facebook, okay? Um, I, you know, my thing is I like to walk in integrity. You know, I'm the same person behind closed doors and out in the open. I, I believe that we should all try and strive for that integrity, you know, to walk in the maturity of, of God, though, too. You know what I'm saying? But you're only going to you're only gonna be able to walk in it when you're walking with Jesus and you go through the process of the crushing. The crushing is going to reveal, like, if you want real transformation, it requires one getting real with itself so you're gonna have to get real and you know what i'm saying you're gonna have to humble yourself the only way to um actually upgrade is to um de uh, so the only way to um basically so we decrease so he can increase quite literally we have to humble ourselves and we have to know that we are nothing without god you get what i'm saying um and listen another thing is is um, I want to tell y'all, literally wash your heart with some grace and come into an agreement with who Abba says you are. Forget all these labels. You know, I've had so many labels on my life my entire life, you know, um, just whatever. For example, I got chosen to, you know, take around um, a professional baseball player at my work, okay? No big deal. Obviously, I wanted a picture. I got so many people, you know, um, saying oh you're a home wrecker why would you ever hug him he's married all this stuff like i'm telling you people just want to sabotage your character any chance that they get you get what i'm saying or like i had i used to tan a lot because i had eczema and i had a prescription to tan so people would inbox me and say oh you so fake you're just da 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 but in reality i actually struggled with self-image i struggled with all that stuff so i used to cry all the time my eczema used to be so bad people thought i was a drug addict and i would shoot up they would constantly you know hate me and 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 just put labels on me and i didn't know how to fight back so i was I was absorbing all of these um, these labels and I was like oh my gosh and then you know I started walking out the labels of man that was my identity who I was labeled and what they judged me on or people just for whatever reason that jealousy spirit is so wicked sometimes they know your potential they see the light in you before you even see it or even walk in it you know I had people in that it would take my profile, and again, I'm not contempt. I'm not condemning anybody. I love everybody. Like there ain't no hate in my heart. But I had somebody steal my um my profile pictures and put me on a um a, this guy was gay and he took pictures off my Facebook and made um and put it on a gay website and thinking that I was asking for excuse me but um provocative pictures. 
It wasn't me. I had people take my profile, put me on a dating website, and God will take the breath out of my body. I have never been on a dating website. I had people say, you know, that they dated me. I had people try and sabotage my name constantly. But listen, when I tell you God is your defender, God is your defender, that's why you have to have your identity on lock. You have to have your identity on lock, and he's going to he's gonna shut the mouths of lions. He's going he's gonna to say, watch this. He said, he said, he said, daughter, he said, watch this. I'm about, I'm about to just shut the mouths of all your enemies. You know what I'm saying? Because my name is associated with purity. My name is associated with beauty. My name is associated with, you know, righteousness, holiness. And it's, but I did, I, I went through the process. I'm not saying I was perfect, man. I was a drunkie. I, I was a, I was a functioning alcoholic. I, I was on drugs. I was on all sorts of different things. Like I was, a, I was messed up, but he takes my mess and turns it into a message. All right. And if he did it for me, he can do it for you. But I'm saying that you cannot walk out labels of man. You are labeled by God. And also another thing is you may not have um, worldly credentials, but you have heaven's signature. And I'm not knocking worldly credentials. Again, don't get this message twisted. All right. Um, but listen, we really got to talk. We really got to know um, who we are in, in Christ. But I'm telling you, this did not come overnight. <laughs> this was a severe crushing. This was a severe fire. But he taught me while I was in the fire. That's why it's my passion to go forth and share God's love and show, like, tell y'all, like, what he did for me. And to get you to walk in not only confidence, but Godfidence. You know what I'm saying? That God walks with you. You have to let that scripture come alive. When he says, I'll go before you, he goes before you. When he says, I'll never leave you, forsake you, that he means that. When, when he says, I'll give you peace that surpasses all understanding another thing about peace that surpasses all understanding that means when i when i um talked about it just a minute ago about god what is my portion today sometimes we think we need this or we think we need that but in reality we just need the peace so god what is my portion today and he's like daughter you just need peace and so i receive that you receive it you posture your heart and say god i'll receive it and walk it out and then when um because if not Sometimes you're in anxiety or you're in frustration and all that stuff is dysfunction. Dysfunction distorts your discernment. So you're discerning. You think you need this or you think you need that. But in reality, you just need peace. You, you know what I'm saying? So ask God, you know, what is your portion today? Ask God, you know, you know, actually open up the scripture onto yourself. Make it come alive. The word of God is the same as yesterday and forevermore. The word of God is alive. It really is. They say to meditate on the word of God day and night. If you break down meditate, it's M-E-D. It's medicine for the soul. Also plan seeds when I talk about the the heart is God's garden when you open up the scripture you know you're making it come alive you're planting those seeds in your heart and as you pray you're watering in due time it's going to bloom so the scripture says create a clean heart renew a right spirit within me well how do you do that you you combat all this this ugliness the unforgiveness and this bitterness with the word of God forgive your enemies forgiveness is not only for them but it's for you it's it's a weed of the heart's got to be uprooted you get what I'm saying so make the scripture come alive all right one thing that I also have learned um, also with the scripture, it, it, you know, it's not just something, you know, a quote, but to live an experience. It was the experience for me when, when God encountered me and the experience, it, it was him. Um, I'm not saying that people never tried. They're like, angel, go to church. Angel, do this. I never, I never even set foot in church until I was 30. Um, I never read the Bible until I was 31, like quite literally, you know, um, but it was the experience. God will leave the 99 for the one. All right. But, um, another thing is, is, um, the weak, one thing that I've learned, the weaker I was, the stronger he was in me. As in, when you receive him and you are born again, um, that means you have that spirit of God in you. So that means greater is he that is in you than he that is of the world. So the weaker I became, because again, frustration is just a revelation in process. So I was frustrated. I didn't understand this stuff because I was always that strong friend. I was always like, oh my gosh, like, 
something happened cool no problem i got you we're gonna keep pushing you know what i'm saying but I, it became too heavy and then i was in like a burnout stage you know what i'm saying so god had to strip me in a season of isolation elevation elevation requires elimination so all of that has happened but the weaker i was the stronger he became and then again that's that's part of like becoming in the image and likeness of christ so as that crushing real transformation requires one getting real with itself right so um i had to get real and there were seasons that i was crying and i was i wasn't depressed but i was like like, oh my gosh, this is, I feel like resistance on, on every side. I could blame the devil, but God said, it ain't the devil, honey. He said, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to put you through the fire because I'm trying to have you actually see your true identity and see what's within you. So he was birthing a version in me that I didn't even know, but he knows because he created, I'm, I'm made in the image of Christ. I'm the masterpiece of God. You get what I'm saying? Um, so we decrease so we can increase. All right. And then another thing I want to talk about, um, real quick, just, just a little bit about relationships. All right. We have to really, when, the, when I say the Bible has to come alive, we have to walk by faith and not by sight. Because when we walk by sight, you'll know people by their fruit. And this is the thing. People are deceived because we're pulled in, the, the demonic bait, we're pulled in by our five senses. Sight, smell, taste, touch, all that stuff. And the problem is, is that a lot of people get trapped by their sight. This is what I'm saying about you have to get intimate with the one to uh, figure out what's in your bloodline. A lot of people in their bloodline is, is, is lust and sexual morality and divorce. You have to sit with God and say, God, reveal to me what's in my bloodline because it stops with me. You know, so we're putting back in holiness, purity, righteousness. But if you never do that, if you never go through that process, you never do that work, you never partner with God. Well, you know what I'm saying? So then your sight has stolen your vision sure you're chosen sure you're called you know you got a call in your life and the problem is the sight has stolen the vision because you walk by sight maybe you fell in love and you think it's love but actually it was lust you know and, and then you end up sleeping with these people or you fornicate with these people it creates sexual immorality and now now what happens you're chosen and stuff but now what, what are you doing you're uh, planting seeds of lust <laughs> our spiritual seed should be um planting like legacy leaders innocence beauty and purity we have to put that back in the body of christ we got to stop with this lust uh, okay and, I, and i'm not condemning anybody i understand if you're struggling with okay so again if you're struggling with it you acknowledge it you study it you conquer it you partner with the holy spirit it's going to bring those kingdom results but you got to do it with christ you can't do this in your own strength again there's a scripture this is not by might not by power but by his spirit the weaker that we get the stronger that he gets we are made into the image of christ he's going to prune us he's going to purify us and within that we start glowing with his glory and then our story is for his glory our story is somebody's survival guide all right but people are connected to your yes you've got to go through the process all right we are we are to mirror god and i'm not saying we're god i'm not no and, and the thing is is is, is we are not called to be God's not calling us to be perfect either God's calling us to hear the truth and and if you hear the truth the truth will set you free and whom the, whom the sun sets free is free indeed all right so I'm not condemning I everybody's welcome to my table I love y'all and I, I pray that you guys have a receptive heart that will put a fire in you to to you know go go to Jesus you know get intimate with him okay I'm not talking about no religion I ain't talking about no tradition I ain't talking about no rituals or healing crystals or any of that stuff no God is the source Jesus is your source he is the healer and you know it we have to really like really open our eyes and be like my god it you know we got breath in our body like thank you for thank you god it's only by the grace of god that we are here not this fake humility either i mean like really like god i thank you you know like a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles we are to be walking in signs when it's miracles we are the miracle to be a miracle but where are those people that are going to go through the process anyways i just want to you know go back to the topic value and standard so listen 
Don't fall into man's trap. Man can't label you because God has given you a name. All right. He has given you a name. You know, and another thing is, is you have to know this isn't an egotistical thing. Okay. But just hear me out. It's not about my doing, okay? But this is about accepting my design and dominion. It's not ego. When you are partnered with God and you are walking with God and you're going through the fire, you're going through the wilderness, you're going through the purging, you're going through all that stuff, you're accepting the design now as in you're walking in the image of Christ. Don't let anybody dim that, sh dim that light. You are called to be the light of the world. You're going to go against a lot of darkness, but that's what I'm saying. You got to open up your mouth and you, you got to proclaim what God says that you are. You got to proclaim what Jesus has done for you. You know what I'm saying? Because your mouth is like a flashlight. So every time you open your mouth, again, we should only be wanting to speak what the father tells us to speak, not your own opinion, not all this other stuff. No, like what Jesus did. He only spoke what the father told him to speak, you know, but he did it in love. He walked in the fruit of the spirit. All right. That, that's what, that's what the pruning process is. We are to be transformed in the image and likeness of Christ. This is not an egotistical thing. This is knowing your identity in Christ, all right, and knowing your design and dominion, okay. And it and and um, so like your your mouth is like a flashlight. So every time you open your mouth, it's like flashing the light. It, you know, the darkness has to flee. The darkness has to submit to the power and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, not you, but by Jesus. And so you know, um, to be equipped is to be known. And what I mean by that is that. Some of us are in the school of Holy Spirit training, okay? So to be equipped, he said he's going to teach your hands to fight and your fingers to war. He's going to throw you in the fire and he's going to teach you as you go. When the, Again, let the word come alive. Let the word come alive as in like he's, he's, going to, he's going to teach you everything. So when you're in the fire, he's going to say, okay, you know, or, or he's going to tell you, be silent. Silence is a weapon. He's going to say, rest. Rest is a weapon. You're in a battle right now, but I'm going to tell you to rest. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes rest means you know, go out and walk, you know, because like for me, he tells me when I, he tells me to rest, that means go outside to get the rest. The second rest is revelation. So it's different for everybody. Again, don't copy anybody. God has made, he talks to you uniquely and authentically. So stay in your lane. Okay. Don't, don't worry that he, he doesn't speak to you the way that he speaks to others and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. God designed you again. He's you, you will know your design and dominion. When you walk with him, he's going to reveal all this stuff to you. All right. So to be equipped is to be known. Um, as in, again, have the word come alive. If he says he's going to, he's your defender, he's your defender. Believe it. The word of God is alive. When he says no weapon formed against you shall prosper, believe it. Okay. Again, not these half truths. Well, I think, I think he's going to come through for me. No, know that he's your defender. He's going to shut the mouths of lines. Know that he, he is perfect in all of his ways. Know that your steps are already planned out. Know that he knew the plans before you even a thought in your mother's womb. You have to know that. But the only way to know that is really to partner with him and to walk with him and for him to reveal this stuff. Be still, know that he's God. You know, it's, it's, it's a partnership, you know, it's a relationship. Okay. And then also another thing I want to tell y'all is, um, what you expect will determine what you receive. So expectancy is expect to see. So what you expect will determine what you receive. If you are, if you are just expecting a little bit, well, that's all you're going to get. That's why see the seven months to influence, they want you to bow down to man because the diabolical assignment behind that is to get y'all to stop thinking, okay? But when you partner with God, his wisdom well is endless. You have to have the mind of Christ. So that's why we got to take these limits off, all right? Perception of what God says, okay? So again, you you partner with God, he's going to be, he's going to increase your capacity to think bigger. He's going to take the, 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 what is it like the lens of your thinking and the way that you see yourself, but he's going to put it, you know, God's lens on. 
So it's like, it's the perception of what God says, okay? Because a lot of people, they're captives to what they believe. They believe that, okay, it's like a grasshopper mentality. I know it sounds funny, but grasshopper mentality, they're born with wings but never fly, okay? We got to be like that butterfly. That butterfly, you know, um, they were developed in the darkness, okay? So darkness is the process. They're in that cocoon, but then they're going to fly. The most beautiful art is developed in, in, in the dark, okay? It's like, think of it as like pictures too. The pictures can't be exposed too soon, but they have to develop in the dark first, okay? So again, it's, it, it's your perception. And, and a lot of people, again, they're captives to what they believe. Well, I believe that I'm just gonna settle. I believe that I'm always gonna be depressed. I believe I'm gonna be this. No, 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 we gotta take the limits off God. We have to know the God that we serve. <laughs> we have to know that depression, okay? We have to know that um, your past, your pain and your abuse and trauma is not your portion but healing homeless and freedom is your portion you have to know that you got to believe it you got to walk in it and you got to receive it so god you know increase our capacity partner with him enlarge my territory show me this you know um you know just ask him okay and then you know god gave me a word the other day he said daughter he said he said if you just believe you will change the world there's and I, this isn't an egotistical thing but i know what i know my identity in christ now but i but i am my calling and stuff like that but i struggled for so long to believe because it was always tried to be sabotaged. A lot of people says, stop, stop being there for people. You only got so much good left in you. I received all those word curses. You know, I received people, man's label. And so I, I, I walked that out my entire life. And even though God has made me a specific, you know, to be a, an encourager, to be that hope dealer, people always tried to sabotage that. And I walked that out my whole entire life. You know, then I was like suicidal. I tried to take my life. I was on drugs. I was drinking. Also, because I, I, you know what I'm saying? Because I was actually longing for a connection not with like people but my, my 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 spirit was homesick and that's why i said the identity with christ when you when you when you partner when that collides then you're going to be like oh my gosh this is why people try to sabotage me god because i'm the light of the world i am a hope dealer i am god's leader you get what i'm saying so that's what i'm saying you can't let man label you okay you you can't they can they can't label you because you're labeled by god you got heaven's signature on you all right so you got to take the limits off our greatest weapon is our perception. How do you perceive yourself? You know what I'm saying? Are you able to look yourself in the mirror and, and be like, wow, I'm the apple of God's eye. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm a warrior of Christ. You know, how do you perceive yourself? And if you're struggling with that, that's okay. Real transformation requires one getting real with itself. So, you know, sit with God. He's going to reveal stuff. And listen, he is not mad at you. He's so madly in love with you. And people have to know that. That's why it is my one of my biggest desires and passions to go forth and share the love of God. You know, he gave me a vision the other day and I was trying to shut this water off. And I was like, uh, why, why aren't you shutting off? He said, daughter, he said, you can't shut my love off. He said, you can't. <laughs> so like, yo, like he loves us. He loves us with an overflow and his perfect love casted a lot of, uh, of fear. And that's the thing. A lot of people are gripped by fear because of what people said or what people sabotaged. Maybe they had an idea and then people are like, no, that's stupid or that won't ever work. So now they're in fear. They never want to open up. But see, when you are intimate with him, you receive his love, his perfect love casted all fear, faith over fear. You got to activate that fear. You have to activate, sorry, you have to activate that faith. You have to renounce that spirit of fear because God didn't give you spirit of fear but a love power and a sound mind all right so another example um your perception is your um what was i gonna say our greatest weapon is our perception for example elisha saw angel armies elijah saw armies and was like oh my gosh i'm so intimidated like god what do i what do i do with this you know what i'm saying um so 
Elisha, everything about him was supernatural. He said, God, open the eyes of my heart. You know, open my eyes. And so God did. You ask and you shall receive. So he saw angel armies. Elisha saw armies. So then you get into fear. Again, what is God saying? God's saying, I am going before you, okay? Like that Goliath, okay? You see this big giant. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm just this little person. No, no, no. Because you have the spirit of God in you. So greater is he that is in you than he that is of the world. And you have to know that. You got to walk in it. You got to believe. Again, it's your mind. It's the battle for the mind. The enemy's always going to try and, and throw his little darts. But that's why I always say you got to acknowledge it. You got to say it. You got to conquer it. You have to acknowledge that dart that was just thrown. You got to take it out. And now you have to, again, don't believe that half so if he's saying that you know you're stupid or something like that say no no i have the mind of christ you see you take that dart out and you replace it with the word of god for it is written okay and then you have all of angel armies backing you up though too and the angels only respond to the word of god so again you partner with god he's he already has your steps planned out but for whatever reason people um they're looking into the world for their validation they're they're looking to the world for um, for love, all that stuff, but you're not going to find love. He's not even going to bring a relationship to you until again, he gave me three words, um, recently Calvary, um, restoration and relationship as in return to your first love. When you experience his love, you experience his tangible presence. Um, you know, that's first. And that brings a restoration. So everything the enemy has stolen, everything the enemy had tried to taint, as in your identity, all this stuff, now he's going to bring restoration to it. And he's going to repair you before the fall, before you have received all that negativity of this world. The Bible says, come out from amongst them. Okay, so you have to break all those word curses. Again, you can't you can't receive labels of man because you're labeled by God. And then comes a relationship. He will bring you that kingdom, kingdom spouse, you know. Um, but he has to be first. I'm telling you, he is he's perfect in all of his ways. He, he wants to give you that exceedingly and abundantly, but you have to know your identity and you cannot believe these half truths. All right. Um, half truths is, is double minded. You know, the Bible says a person double minded and unstable in all their ways. So, again, you can't be looking for man to validate you. You can't be looking for things to validate you. Your value is in God. And that's why you have to go through the process and you have to burn off all this stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's going to bring up situations and stuff like that because he's going to fill these voids. He's going to rip off that bandage. He's going to but he's going to touch and he's going to heal it because God is the mender of hearts. God is the mender of broken souls. He's the mender of all this stuff. Again, he's He's going to uh, glow sticks. They have to be broken in order to shine. So you went through all that brokenness. You went through all that trauma and all this stuff. But all this stuff is not who you are. So God will take that and put you back on that potter's wheel. And you're going to walk in the masterpiece that he's called you to be. You're going to walk in that diamond. You're going to shine. You're going to you're going to shine bright like a diamond for Christ. Because that is our ultimate goal is to be transformed and made into the image of Christ. To be the light of the world. To, to you know, to be the light in, in the darkness. What a privilege and what an honor it is to be an ambassador of Christ, right? But but are you willing to say yes? Will you give God a yes? And will you will you come out of agreement with the lies of the enemy that you you're never good enough or or or, or you'll never make it? Who who says God created you? So you are created to create. So you don't think that enemy's gonna try and sabotage that? He he doesn't even have the ability to create. So of course he's jealous of you. Of course he wants to you know throw these darts at you. He can't. That 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 privilege was stripped from him. He can't create. The devil has no new tricks, all right? Um, but the thing is, it's the battle for the mind. And that, that's what I'm saying. The mind, it's the battle for the mind. That's why you got to acknowledge it, study it, conquer it. You got to take, take these darts out. And then you got to fill it with the word of God. And that's renewing of the mind, okay? Walking in your identity. It's not just a season. It's like a forever thing. You're being transformed into the image of Christ. It's a forever thing. It's a forever journey. And what an honor and what a privilege it is. All right, so I don't want you all to, you know, 
think that your life is over because you're going through a season of depression or something like that. Sometimes it's just the crushing. But I always preach on this. You got to um, you got to reveal it. You got to feel it. And you got to heal it. But you got to do it with God. You got to do it with Jesus. All right? You can't do this on your own. As in, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. Okay? The crushing produces the oil. The oil destroys the yokes. The, the healing hurts. Okay? It does. But then there's the other side. Okay? And if you break it down like this, this is just some inspiration. So what the devil meant for evil, God turns around for our good. You break down evil and live. It's the same amount of letters. Just rearrange them. So... You're going to go from living in evil with, with the devil, you know, you were demonically baited to now you're going to live. You're going to live for God. You're going to live again. You're going to believe again. You get what I'm saying? Or break it down like this. You're an overcomer. Switch the letters. Come on over. Come on over to the other side. All right. There's so much more for you. Um, but again, it's a battle for the mind and it comes down with the choice. It's either one day or day one. The choice is yours. All right, and don't worry about what you'll be doing in 10 years. Don't worry about what you, look, worry about today. Embrace today. Be thankful for today and say, God, like, I got breath in my body. I just thank you. You know, I mean, it really comes down to that. And when you really walk with Christ, he's really kind of how grateful we really are, what a privilege it is. And the grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Hence, you are a miracle to be a miracle. So go through the process. Know your identity. Walk in your confidence. all right? He has so much for you, as in your steps are already planned out. Um, you know, he's trying to take you to that promised land, the, the overflow, the milk and honey, the, the streets of gold. That's your portion. And you don't have to wait to heaven to get it. We're actually called to bring heaven down to earth. And that is your portion. It is yours. It's not just for me. It's not just for, you know, two people it's for the believer it is it is yours it's your portion why don't you want that you know and don't listen to the world saying oh god's so mad at you he never gonna use it no no no. he does his best work when you're in a mess he turns that mess into a message and I, okay break it down like this like the mountain analogy you first receive christ right you're on that you're on that foundation you're on the bottom of the mountain now comes the process of pruning fire and so when you're climbing up a mountain it's hard to breathe it's like dang like i can't i gotta i don't see a way out but again not by might not by power but by his spirit he's carrying you he's pruning you he's got you the whole time because the bible says he'll never leave you forsake you he's going to give you wisdom and strategy but he's got he, he he's building that endurance because this is not a sprint it, it's a marathon you got to build your endurance so it's the messy middle Okay, you're in a mess, but again, he turns that mess into a message, and then you keep going and keep going higher, and as you're going higher, guess what? All these people got to fall off. Again, isolation, elevation, elevation requires elimination. All these people got to follow. They got to fall off. They can't go where you're going. Uh, again, love them from the balcony. Sometimes they're not all bad people. Sometimes they just can't go with you, period. Like, they just can't. So, love them, as in walk in the fruit of the Spirit, demonstrate them, demonstrate love, I mean, um, you know what I'm saying, and then see dirty birds they all flock together okay so that isolation elevation requires elimination that means people gotta go things gotta go habits gotta go uh, you gotta come out from amongst the world and i'm not saying to go be a monk on a mountain <laughs> no, no no not at all but i'm just saying like you have to realize when there's a there's a season and a reason and a lifetime for everything okay just simply ask god again he he wants to talk to you so talk with him he wants to talk back he wants to show you the strategy all right so then um so eagles fly solo they 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 reach a certain height snakes gotta fall off snakes can't go up to that level so again trust him think it not strange when people start falling off okay think it not strange again that rejection is god's protection for redirection all right and you have to pray about everything um pray about the connections pray about 
I'm talking about even people that text you or in your inbox. Sometimes God's going to show you their heart like, nope, they, they, they got a different motive. Don't even open it. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have to, you don't have to get in shame or be like, oh man, I feel bad. No, no, no. You got to trust God. God's omnipresent. He's all knowing, all seeing, all hearing. So you got to trust him. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. And he, he, he's not going to, he's not going to harm you. But he does correct because he loves it. So a rebuke, you have to be open for correction. Constructive criticism is key. You know what I'm saying? We can't be like, well, we're we're a believer of Christ, so so we know it all. Not at all. We got to humble ourselves. There's always opportunities to learn. We have to have the open mind, the mind of Christ, you know. So again, y'all, like this is just a little bit. I'm going to do a part two on this, um, a little bit more about the value, a little bit more about, you know, how I was bullied and stuff like that and, and how my self-confidence was so sabotaged, but how God turned it around. All right. This is just kind of like a baseline, little nuggets of knowledge. I hope it, I hope it blesses you. You know, as always, I'm open for questions. Um, I love y'all. I'm, I'm really, really praying for y'all. Um, and that's all. So again, thank you for listening.